Hello, and welcome to another episode of Healing Through Pain, a podcast dedicated to the mission of walking people towards healing and health. In each new episode, we will discuss how to show up well for the responsibilities and opportunities that life sends our way. Here is your host, Stephanie West, a licensed practicing counselor in the state of Michigan, a teacher, and a professor who lives her life at the intersection of mental health and education. Thanks so much for following along. Hello and welcome back. I'm hoping you are having a good day today. If not a good day yet, I wonder if there could be things that you put in your day that make it better. If you're feeling stressed or overwhelmed, I'm wondering aloud, what might you be able to do about that? You are the person that gets to influence how your day goes most directly. Harness that power, harness that privilege, harness that opportunity. If you're in a rut or you're stuck, do something that brings you joy, do something that brings you some relief, do something that brings you connection with other people. There are many options of available to you, you've got to choose to do them. That's part of today's thought is we have to be the ones to prepare for our own lives. But with that also comes the understanding that we cannot give someone else our preparation. And for some of us, there's a tragedy that that unfolds there when we see other people struggling and we want to give them best practices and best methods and invite them into an easier way to do things. A lot of people don't pick us up on it, but It's not our responsibility either. So we aren't responsible for other people's preparation. It doesn't stop us from worrying, but it does give us some understanding of what a boundary is because it limits what we can do. It's actually a blessing to understand that we are not responsible for other people's preparation. Now, there are some caveats to that. There are people who are entrusted to us, and it is our job in some cases to come alongside of them and to give them best practices and best methods. We also think of the parenting dynamic, your responsibility is to invite your children into a place of being autonomous eventually. As parents, you are asked to invite your kids into maturity. That's absolutely the expectation that is on you. But to some degree, they are responsible for the level of preparation that they're willing to engage. When we're talking about significant other dynamics, when we're talking about spouses, as much as you might want something for your significant other, they are responsible to what degree they prepare prepare for this thing called life. I want to use the analogy of a marathon. There are many different tasks expected of us in a marathon. There are many different things you have to do to prepare effectively. There are different strategies that are for your better the more you practice them. There are different supplies that you will need to run a marathon well. And let's actually take that and extend it out. Let's say you're doing an Ironman and now there's a biking and a swimming component. That's a great metaphor for life. There are many different pieces that we will be responsible for. There are many different pieces of preparation that would equip you to do an Ironman well or equip you to do a marathon well. And if you want to prepare, you get to. You get to influence that to a large degree, but you don't get to control someone else's preparation in their own Ironman or in their own marathon. And there is such a frustration that comes with that, but there's also an unburdening when we're able to say other people are responsible in their own stories. And furthermore, I can trust other people to be responsible in their stories. We so often want to protect others from the pain of their own consequences, but consequences is where we learn. And so if I'm watching someone do something that is not to their betterment, I'm hoping along the way that when things catch up with them, at least they'll learn the lesson, whatever that lesson is. I had a mom last week talking to me in therapy about some big concern she's having for her 20-year-old daughter, yet she's her 20 
20-year-old daughter. And 20-year-old daughter is going to biff it, unfortunately. She is going to fall forward and face plant life. And she will learn. That's how we learn. Now, as a spectator, it can be incredibly painful. But we cannot prepare for someone else's journey. We cannot do the prep work. We can invite them in. We can try to give them best practices and methods. We can come alongside of them in it. But the preparation is all theirs. And the laws of natural consequences will smack people in the face if they choose to not prepare. So it's really hard to live that out and it's really hard to give people autonomy in their own story. But the reality is what other choice do you have? Are you going to go and condition yourself for their race? That doesn't work. You have to make sure you give responsibility where responsibility lies. You've got to entrust people in their own stories. And if you're allowed to come alongside of them as a helper, how cool. What a very cool dynamic. What an awesome opportunity. But you can't do the work for them. When we see people live under their potential, that can be so radically painful. It can be really difficult to watch other people shoot themselves in the foot or see doors slammed closed in their face because of the choices they're making. But what we can do is live life vastly different for ourselves, making sure that we don't shoot ourselves in the foot to the best of our ability, making sure that we don't get door slammed in our face to the best of our ability. And others can learn from our witness, but we cannot do that work for them. There's this tension of, I do the work in my life because I want this for me and the duality of I want this for you as well. And so I'm going to draw you a map or or invite you into what that looks like, but you will have to do the work. I can only give guidance. You need to own your life and you need to let other people own their own lives too. And here's one of the beautiful pieces. And I had written about this on my Instagram a couple days ago. One of the more beautiful sentiments from one of my mentors, he said this several years ago, and it really just struck me how imperative that was in my own life. He said, I'm not going to not be prepared for my dream job when that job shows up. So I'm sitting in a space right now where I don't know what all of my dreams are. My dreams are still a a morphing concept, but you best bet that I'm going to do the prep work to make those dreams come to fruition when it actually presents itself. I don't know what I'm being prepared for, but I'm not going to take my foot off the gas pedal because I know that the prep work is being done right now. And if other people don't have that same intensity in their story, that's okay. That's for them to navigate. I know that I can do it because I'm entrusted with my gifts, my talents, my specific objectives. I know why I do what I do, but I can't take my same urgency and thrust it on someone else and ask them to perform. And I can't take my desire for other people and step into their stories and try to make things happen for them. It doesn't work. I have to take radical ownership of what I want to do. And I know my motives. I know the urgency that I have because I spent years living on the sidelines and I don't want to do that anymore. I know the insistences that I have in the spaces that I show up and I know it comes from wounding that I've experienced, things that have been perpetrated against me. I refuse to sit in a space of complacency when I can go out there and help extend hope to other people. I know why I show up. I know why when my mother-in-law got ill and passed away, I know why that was the catalyst for change in my life. And I will never go back to who I was before that experience. Now, it was painful. No one could walk that for me, but you best bet I learned valuable lessons. I learned how to grow. I shifted my life because of the pain that came along with those experiences. I know how I feel when others around me are complacent in their own health. And that keeps me motivated to demonstrate that this is doable. This is possible. A lot of my drive comes from a desire to live out purpose that transcends the here and now, purpose that transcends just 
me and my contributions. I want to be part of a community of voices that offers hope to people. Part of my drive comes from wanting to pay it forward for mentors who have poured into me and I can't pay them back. That's not the desire. The desire is to pay it forward. I know my motives. I know my drives. I know the talents that have been entrusted to me and I know that to whom much is given, much is required. So I get up every day and do the thing. I know why I do it, but I cannot superimpose that on other people's stories and tell them why they should change or why they should do the prep work. All I can do is invite you into that idea of if you want something to be true about life, go out and do the work, but you do it for you. You do it because it's your purpose, your calling, your values. You don't go out there and do the work for other people. It's not possible. You cannot do the prep work for other people and expect there to be a payoff in their life. It doesn't work. I know my why. I know why I prepare. You've got to figure out your why and you've got to figure out what it is that you're preparing for. Hard work over time adds up to something. I promise you it does. One of my favorite things that's posted at my gym is proceed as though success is inevitable. And I do believe that to be true, but we have to do it in our own stories. We do not have permission to show up in other people's stories and do the work for them. We can't give them our preparation even if we want to. We can't protect them from the laws of natural consequences even if we want to. We can't stop them from shooting themselves in the foot even if we want to. But there's beauty in that too because that gives me ownership of my preparation. That gives me responsibility in my story. That emphasizes that I'm the one that's got to do the work if I expect my life to go in a certain way. I can influence radically what goes on in my life by showing up every day and doing my own prep work but I'm also unburdened from making sure that others rise to their potential. I can walk with them towards any, anything. I can model it to the best of my ability, but the preparation is always theirs. And conversely, if you're someone who relies on others to get you motivated, that's gotta stop too. We can't ask others to prepare for us, it doesn't work. Our business is our business. Our responsibilities are our responsibilities. Now you can abdicate them, but the marathon of life or the Ironman of life gets much more difficult when you choose to not prepare. So I want you to bracket at your understanding of responsibility very clearly and ask yourself, what is my responsibility? Then when you're working with someone, you could say, what is our responsibility? So what do we do together? But you also have to ask, what is their responsibility? And you hand it over to them and you take care of you and you sit back and watch how things unfold because we cannot do the preparation for someone else. It just doesn't work. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen. Please share this content with friends and family. Feel free to connect with Stephanie at healingthroughpain21 at gmail.com. Until next time, be well.